0: Hey, have you ever met an angel? (laughs) Today I'm going to share my personal story on how I met two angels.
1: Welcome back with Pastor Scott Huffman from Lighthouse Church Ministries. Today's message is about angels. You might have met an angel and you didn't even know it. For the Bible says, we entertain angels unaware. Pastor Scott is going to take us through scriptures, so let your fingers do the walking as we go through the Word. Pastor Scott is joined with his wife, Marilyn.
0: Enjoy. Marilyn, let's turn to Hebrews chapter 1, verse 7.
1: All right, um, Hebrews 1, 7. And the angels, he said, who makes his angels' spirits, his ministers, a flame of fire.
0: I love that. When you think of angels, what comes to mind? A mysterious, mystical creature that floats around ethereally around... Uh, the sky. Speaking of angels, I believe I've actually met two angels in my lifetime, and I met one just two days ago, which is kind of ironic because here I am preaching and teaching on angels, and I had the opportunity to meet one two days ago. You say, Pastor, are you a little whacked, a little <laughs> crazy? And I don't believe so. Both of these angels appeared in a human form to me. The Bible says we entertain angels unaware. It's interesting. Both of these angels that I met were Hispanic in their ethnicity. It kind of interesting. The Bible says we entertain angels unaware. As I mentioned, the first encounter occurred many years ago while I was working at a construction site. I'd just come through a, a brain surgery, if you can believe that. And a couple months later, I found myself working in construction. And this man showed up, kind of a strange, different person. And he began to talk to me, talk to me as we were painting the inside of this home. And he talked about God's great love. And the fact that God is love. And that's the essence of God's nature and who He is. And then he said, I told him, you know, I want to be a pastor one day. He says, you're already a pastor (laughs) in the things of God. And this was before I ever became a pastor many years later. He mysteriously vanished after this visitation. Kind of crazy. The second angelic appearance occurred just a couple days ago. You know, you never know when you're going to bump into an angel. I had a very hard day. And I I know we all go through those hard days. And uh, so I really needed some encouragement. I walked into, of all places, a pharmacy to pick up a prescription. And I met a very strange man. He immediately started conversing with me. And he said, you know, I wasn't supposed to come in here, but I did. He said, you look like a fashion designer. (laughs) I said, which I'm not. He said, you just have the look. And I know it is when I see it, that look. You need to get out there and be seen and make people feel good. Then he began to talk about the Lord, his goodness, and how we should give thanks and praise him always. He made me feel good inside about myself. He was a little odd, but there was a radiance about his face, and he seemed so useful, youthful. I believe I entertained this angel in a most unlikely place because he had a personal message for me. Perhaps you've bumped into an angel at some point in your life, and you never knew it. Do you know God wants you to feel good about yourself and feel good about life in general? Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it to the fullest extent. So let's talk about angels, shall we? You know, we have a baseball team called what? The Angels. The Anaheim Angels here in Orange County. And of course, Los Angeles is called the City of Angels. I believe a great and possibly the most mighty ever witnessed spiritual revival is coming here to southern california very soon and this revival will sweep across the nation and around the world you know angels are created beings by god himself they've been made for the purpose of doing the bidding and will of god and ministering to god's people they're mentioned nearly 300 times in the scripture they're messengers sent by god to reveal a specific purpose plan information or idea to people they can intervene and intercede on behalf of humans. Angels protect the righteous. Marilyn, Matthew 4, 6.
1: Um, sorry, 6. And said to him, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall hear you, bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone.
0: And then Luke four ten. 10.
1: Um, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you.
0: So God has given us his angels charge over us to keep us and protect us. The angels dwell in the heavens. Let's look at Matthew 28, 2.
1: And behold, there was a great earthquake for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it.
0: And angels act as God's warriors and uh, they worship God. Look at Luke two thirteen, which is part of the Christmas story. Yeah.
1: And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest on, and on earth, peace, goodwill.
0: And you know, God. this angel that I met just two days ago, he instantly began to praise God and worship God. And it's instinctive within the angelic beings to worship the Lord. And by the way, as believers in Jesus Christ, we ought to be worshipers of God. Why did the wise men come? They came to worship him. They brought uh, gifts of gold frankincense and myrrh we are called to be worshipers in this life that is our primary purpose is to worship god in the spirit angels are spirit beings but they can take on a human form as i mentioned there is no description given in the bible of what they look like in their true essence although angels do not have a physical form like humans they do have some type of localized form they occupy the space-time continuum kind of interesting Whatever their normal form is like, it's a form adapted to the unseen spiritual realm. Though the Bible does not comment about their usual form, it does say that there are various types of bodies in heaven as well upon the earth. 1 Corinthians 15:39 and 40.
1: All flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one kind of flesh, men, another flesh of animals, another of fish, and another of be- birds. There is also celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies, but the glory of the celestial one and the glory of the terrestrial one is another.
0: So there's different levels of glory in the things of God, in the kingdom of God. And the Bible says we go from glory to glory, even to its very image or likeness. We are being changed by the Spirit of the Lord, hallelujah. And I told you this angel that I met two days ago, his face had a glow about it, a radiance about it. Uh, I remember one person told me, there's a light in your face, pastor. (laughs) Well, that light is the light of Christ, amen. The first appearance of an angel was to Hagar, the handmaiden to Sarai, who the angel came to to bring a good and saving word. She'd gone out in the wilderness basically to perish and the angel came to her and gave her a word. Genesis sixteen nine and 10.
1: And the angel of the Lord said to her, return to your mistress and, re- and submit yourself under her hand. And the angel of the Lord said to her, I will multiply your descendants exceedingly so that they shall not be counted for a multitude.
0: And she returned and Abraham um, had a child through her and his name was what, Marilyn? Ishmael. Ishmael. Very good. And Ishmael is really the father of the Arab race. And then, of course, Isaac, the child of promise, came later, and he is the uh, child of the uh, Jewish race in the line of the Messiah. Well, later, two angels appeared to Abraham and Sarah concerning the birth of their son, Isaac. Angels are powerful beings that are dynamic and mighty. Psalm 103:20.
1: Um, bless the Lord, you angels, who exceed in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word.
0: You know, everything in the kingdom of God uh, conveys strength and power, and they're mighty in the spirit. We are called to be mighty in the spirit, on the, in the inner man. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, there's an angelic ranking and authority and commission, just as there is in the dynamic, <laughs> demonic world. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. By the way, there are rankings in the kingdom of God with individuals taking different rankings in their own position of authority before God and with others God gave apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers for the work of the ministry there are different places I remember one time I was in a church years ago and the a man of God came in and said well you're a private in in the kingdom of God but you're gonna work your way up the ranks amen and we go from glory to glory praise God Michael we've all heard the name Michael the archangel is perhaps the greatest and most powerful angel who's been called the warrior a warring angel. He is the highest ranked angel in the Bible because he's the only one designated as what? An archangel. Before Lucifer was cast out of heaven as the devil, Michael and Lucifer possessed the highest offices or positions in heaven with possibly Lucifer, even higher than Michael, being the leader of worship in heaven. So Lucifer was at God's right hand, right? This angelic being created by God. But Lucifer wanted to be like God. He was envious of God. And he proclaimed the infamous five I wills in Isaiah 14, 12 through 14.
1: How are how you are fallen from heaven o lucifer son of the morning how you are cut down to the ground you who weakened the nations for you have said in your heart i will ascend into heaven i will exalt my throne above the stars of god i will also sit on the mount of con- the congregation on the farthest sides of the north i will ascend above the heights of the clouds i will be like the most high
0: he wanted to be like the most high god the five eye wills and because of his stubborn will he was cast out of heaven jesus said i saw satan Fall to the earth as lightning strikes the earth. And so Satan was cast out. So Lucifer became our adversary, the devil. But Michael is still in existence. He's still on God's side, praise God. Two-thirds of the angels remain with God. One-third of the angels went with Satan and were cast out of heaven. So we have a majority, praise God. Michael is a messenger of law, truth, and judgment. He fought with the prince of Persia, a powerful demonic spirit, uh, concerning Daniel's prayer for understanding in the last days. And his prayer was delayed for two weeks while Michael was contending with this demonic entity. He also disputed with Satan over the body of Moses. After he died on Mount Nebo, you say, Pastor, what's the deal with a dead body? Well, it was very important. And they were arguing over this the body of Moses. And you know, God buried Moses. Nobody knows where he was buried. And if you read in Jude 1-9, which we will, we'll get the story here.
1: Yet Michael the archangel, in contending with the devil, when he dis- disputed about the body of Moses, dared not bring against him a reviling accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke you.
0: Notice the, the, the angel Michael said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you. And um, because he was an angelic spirit, he he said, the Lord rebuke you, but we have been given authority to say we rebuke you <laughs> in the name of Jesus, Satan, because we stand in that greater position of authority in Christ. Hallelujah. Gabriel is another one of the most prominent angels mentioned in the Bible. How many people here have heard of uh, Gabriel? He's an angel of the highest power, authority, and privilege before God. He's the one who brought the good news to Mary, that she would be the mother of Jesus. Let's read Luke 1, 26 through 28.
1: Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed by a a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women.
0: Blessed are you among women. And then verse 31, Marilyn.
1: Um, Let's see. Hold on. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus.
0: You know, we're going to talk a little bit about this next, Christ, uh, next Christmas, next uh, week on Christmas. But uh, that must have been an amazing uh, scene there where Mary uh, is conceived of the Holy Spirit and she's with child and she has to explain this to Joseph, who's her betrothed. And obviously he is not the father of Jesus, the uh, uh, earthly father the heavenly father that he was conceived of by the holy spirit but we'll talk about that next week of course the heavenly hosts of angels appear to the shepherds out in the fields of bethlehem that night jesus was born we'll read in luke 2 9 that the shekinah glory appeared and let's concentrate on luke 13 and 14 uh chapter 2
1: And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men.
0: Can you imagine that theater that opened up that um, (laughs) living motion picture and all this heavenly host, all these glorious angels were were seen worshiping and praising God and singing worship and praise unto God. This must have blown those shepherds away, right? They said, we got to go to Bethlehem. We got to go find this baby. And they did. Then there are cherubim and seraphim. They have a lesser ranking than, say, Michael and Gabriel or other angels. The cherubim are the two angels represented in gold above the mercy seat on the Ark of the Covenant. And remember I said when we lift our hands, our arms represent the cherubim over the mercy seat. And there God's presence dwells between the two cherubim. And when I worship the Lord, His presence is right in here. And I can feel the very presence of God. Above the mercy seat between the two cherubim. Hallelujah. Praise God. These angels are in heaven and they're seated at the throne of God. Psalm 81.
1: Give ear, O Lord of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you dwell between the cherubim, shine forth.
0: Many people believe the living creatures mentioned in Revelation are cherubim. They're winged creatures just as the seraphim. Let's read about the seraphim. In Isaiah 6, 2, this is where Isaiah saw the Lord, and his robe filled the, tre- the temple, and he was high and lifted up. Praise God.
1: Yeah, above it stood seraphim. Each one had six wings. With two, he covered his face. With two, he covered his feet. And with two, he flew.
0: Wow. So these angelic beings have wings. Yeah. Not all angels have wings, but these do. For the believer in Jesus Christ, we all have one, at least one angel that watches over us. The Bible talks about how the angels watch over the little ones, the children, to protect, provide, and deliver. But also, he watches over us as adults. Psalm 34, 7, we've read this before.
1: The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. And
0: Psalm ninety-one eleven: all right. For
1: he shall give his angels charge over you and to keep you in all your ways. Amen.
0: That's good to know that we have angels watching over us, huh? <laughs> I got an angel riding shotgun and he's riding with me all the way. What's that? Wow,
1: that's a great song, but Josh said
0: he's watching from work, so hello, Josh. All right, Josh. Josh. Good. Better be watching than doing work. <laughs> oh, don't tell your boss that. <clears throat> I believe angels have saved our lives on many occasions. And I've told about you know, several things that happened to me in the past where God... And his divine protection was upon me, and I believe the angelic beings were involved. So we don't know what angels do for us many times, but they're involved in all of believers' lives to protect and defend and to save and to deliver. Now, we don't worship angels, right? And, um, you know, the angel told John, don't worship me. (laughs) Worship God and God alone. But we give thanks for them. After all, they were there at the birth of Christ on that most holy night. O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lay. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by, yet in the dark street shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are found in thee tonight.